Podcasting from a small town in the Bible Belt, you're listening to the Environmental Christian Podcast. No, that is not an oxymoron. It's a podcast for environmentalists and Christians and Christian environmentalists and environmental Christians. Just keep listening. It's a podcast for you. Fast. Scripture reading. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Jesus had just had the Spirit of the Lord descend upon him during baptism. And instead of shouting, I'm going to Disney World, the Spirit leads him into the wilderness where he fasted for 40 days and nights. Jesus refrained from eating food for 40 days. I don't know about you, but I have trouble going three hours without food. And to be offered bread and refuse and say one does not live by bread alone? It's unfathomable. If you've ever seen youth who have participated in 30-hour famine, then you've seen the stampede to the altar to finish the communion bread after the final amen. Why, after such an announcement like, This is my son, whom I am well pleased. Did Jesus remove himself from company and spend 40 days alone without food? In commentary written by Matthew Henry, he says, When Christ was baptized, he did not go to Jerusalem, there to publish the glories that had been put upon him, but retired into a wilderness. After communion with God, It is good to be private a while, lest we lose what we have received in the crowd and hurry of worldly business. Christ withdrew into the wilderness, one, to gain advantage to himself. Retirement gives an opportunity for meditation and communion with God. Even they who are called to the most active life must yet have their contemplative hours and must first find time to be alone with God. Those are not fit to speak of the things of God in public to others who have not first conversed with those things in secret by themselves. There are different reasons to fast. It can be used for prayer, grief, and supplication. Whatever your reasoning, there are a couple of things that seem to be involved. One, you refrain from doing something. Historically, fasting has been specifically from food. Considering we eat at least three times a day, fasting from food would be felt throughout the day. Feeling hunger may be good reminders throughout the day to pray. Two, intentionally removing yourself from the hustle and bustle in seeking God, giving yourself and God the space to be together without interruption. Admittedly, when I have fasted, I've done a poor job of engaging in set-apart time with God. 
I can distract myself by busyness in order to not feel hunger and totally miss out on the reason I was fasting in the first place, to be more aware throughout the day for my need for God and communion with God. Our prompt for today is to fast. What do you need to fast from? How long? What do you need to pray for? What do you need to grieve? What do you need to ask for? Take a minute and think about what you need or what God needs from you. And if you think you need a special room for prayer, candles, and a soft pillow, let me offer this short story about Phyllis Tickle, author of the prayer manual, The Divine Hours. Every day, Tickle participated in prayer and reading at certain times throughout the day. She shared that one day she excused herself from a meeting and went into the ladies' room for her prayer time. God just wants our presence, whether it's in a pew or a bathroom. God, thank you for your presence with us. Help us to be more mindful of you throughout our days. Interrupt us in the most usual or unusual of places. Help us hunger more for you. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening to The Environmental Christian. If you have a question or comment pertaining to the podcast or Christians in the environment, please send me an email at environmentalchristian at gmail.com or check out The Environmental Christian on Facebook. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.